This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. It's not fair. You know what? Nobody ever listens to me. It's just not fair. Toys and treats should all be free. It's just not fair. That's right. Breakfast should be pop and chips. Cake and candy chocolate dip. So let me do the shopping trips. It's just not fair. That's right. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nobody ever lets me play. It's just... That's right. I want parties every day. It's just not... With kids coming through the door, piling presents on the floor. It's not enough. I need some more. It's just not fair. No, it's not fair. I tell you, it's not fair. He came out into the audience and he gave my sister away and he didn't give me any. And then I was going to, and you told me I had to share. And she didn't, and she wouldn't share with me. And then she called me a hamster brain. And then she. Don't you love that? They called you a hamster brain. <laughs> Brother, I needed that. I need that. I need that. Golly. <laughs> so. Mm. It's not fair today in idiot light. What? Yes. When I hear myself saying that, it's like a low oil pressure, Bob. It's like low Holy Spirit oil pressure, by the way. It's not fair. Well, if we could take that thought captive, it's an idiot light, right? Your check engine light is flashing at you when you hear your own mind saying it's just not fair. <laughs> That was Eric mm. Nagler and this yeah. family music special on YouTube, which I'm sure you're going to hear a little more of that today. <laughs> as soon as you told me what we were talking about today, I had to get a cold compress and put it on my eye where you had just socked me right in the eye. This is such a fitting thing for me today. And so very fun. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by Hebrew Letter, and today's Hebrew Letter is the Vav, the Hebrew Letter Vav. Um, which essentially means it's kind of like Jacob's Ladder, something that comes down from heaven. I think you're going to really like how that fits into today's show. So anyone who's ever been around children may have heard this saying before. My wife used to have a book, It's Not Fair, she would read to them, because they say it constantly. Well, unfortunately. It's just not children, brother. It's not all children. I am so guilty. Yeah, if you were to hang around inside my brain for any given amount of time, you would hear that lots of, you know, self-talk. It's That's not fair. It's just not fair. And, you know, why is that? And what is that? What What is it that, that we have in us that makes us do that? Well, I found out this week. I was just shocked, Bob. <laughs> I am so blessed. I really, I, I cannot believe how God just continues to teach me stuff, but I got to go to the National Religious Broadcasters Convention this week, and if you're me, one of the neat things I get to do while I'm on a convention floor, 
people line up interviews for me all day. So for three or four days, I get to interview really cool people that have written books or doing movies or have ministries, whatever it is they're doing, I interview people. And so this gentleman by the name of David Johnson, who wrote the book, How You See Yourself, that's what his book is called, I was interviewing him. And he told me this word was iniquity. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, that's, he said, do you know what iniquity means? And I said, well, come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe sort of, kind of. <clears throat> like, I, I would have told you that it's some kind of sin, and I would have told you that, you know, it was laid on Jesus, the iniquity of us all, but I, I don't think I'd ever really done a lot to think about what the word iniquity means or how it fits into us, but... It was yeah. a real eye-opener when you explained it this morning. Yeah, yeah. So, as I told you, that the, the, the um, show today is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Vav because it's a fascinating, fascinating study. And I saw this outside of the book. I did my own study once I realized that this was the word. And then I was like, oh, my. I mean, I connected so many dots with this concept. I couldn't even believe it. So the reason why this is the check engine light for us is we feel this all the time. It's not fair. It's hitting us between the eyes, and it's check engine light that the Holy Spirit oil is low, okay? Because the word anav and anon are spelled almost identically. They're both spelled with the same letters, which, by the way, the word anav means meek. So the meek shall inherit the earth, and Jesus came to give the good news in Isaiah 61 to the meek. And I can tell you time and again, the word meek is a wonderful, wonderful thing. But the word anon means iniquity. <laughs> Same letters, different order, okay? Well, the first letter in both are, is an eye, which means your eyes. So you're looking for something, okay? <clears throat> what are you looking for? Well, if you're meek, <clears throat> you're looking to serve, Right? The meek, and what are they looking to serve? So theirs is looking to serve, there's the vav, heaven. So if you're looking to serve heaven, heaven, or heaven, <laughs> if you're looking to serve heaven, that makes you an av, okay? But if you're looking for heaven to serve you, if you're look, if your vav is before you're done, you're <laughs> then you fit into the Robbie category. <laughs> Oh, and Bob. <laughs> oh, man. So it's interesting that President Kennedy's great speech, when you think about it, is based on this concept. Don't ask, you know, what God can do for you. Ask what you can do for God. I mean, it's it's a very simple little switch. Like, am I looking for God to serve me? It's just not fair. <laughs> or am I looking for how I can serve, and, and, and it's a beautiful understanding, I think, when you begin to really dig into this, okay? So I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, but the real idea is for you to share your stories, okay? When you <laughs> anon versus anoved, okay? And when you anon versus an anoved, okay? So here, here, here's my favorite one of these, it's, it's, but I'm going to tell you how I messed up in a little while, but, but it, Craig McConnell, who was with Mask, um, with um, Wild at Heart, beautiful, wonderful man, died a few years ago of cancer. But while he was dying of cancer, he got terribly, terribly, terribly sick and was running a fever, 
a deadly fever, like 106, 107, and he said he felt absolutely the worst he'd ever felt in his life, and he is, he's got a wonderful relationship with Jesus, and he's crying out to Jesus, help me, help me, help me, if you can picture this, right? And Jesus says to him, Craig, this is a great time to pray for others. What? And the way he told this story was so good. He was like, no, no, you're not understanding. I am sick. I have a fever of 106. You know, I am, I'm dying here. Do you not get the picture? And, and Jesus says, yeah, I know, Craig. It's a great time for you to pray for others. And, and Craig says that he begins to pray. And he said, I could pray at a depth I never prayed before in my life. And after a half an hour of being totally engulfed in this prayer, he said, I, I can tell you that, that everything lifted and I was great. <laughs> right? Wow. That's, I've said it a, a bunch of times. My worst days is when I'm focused on myself. Right. <clears throat> and I am guilty of that so much here recently. There's some things that have happened and, changed my life i have a new granddaughter <laughs> hallelujah praise the lord I, I i love that little girl but it's changed things and 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 i am having a little trouble accepting some of that <laughs> and, and it's because i'm focused on me instead of being just so grateful for the blessing he gave us by with a grandchild i was not sure i would ever have one and now i do and uh you know, it's, it's yeah. just been a real eye-opener for me. And so, you know, your eyes, where have you got them? Have you got them on serving God, or do we have them on him serving us? It's it's, it's kind of like the difference between iniquity. <laughs> and there's such a connection to this, so many ways of the Bible. It's like, oh, it just opens up. Again, I put a link at christiancarguy.com to David Johnston's book, on, on the whole thing, how you see yourself. But again, as we talk about this, I need your story. 866-348-7884. Today's show, you know, it's not fair. It's a check engine light. It's a way for us to take that thought captive. Like, what am what is my mind on right this minute? And if it's on, it's not fair. Or it's on something along the lines of self-service. <laughs> It's a great opportunity to check the oil, okay? <laughs> so we got so much more. I got a story. It's a little more complicated <clears throat> than Craig's story, but I'm going to share that one about how I self-served myself into a real catastrophe. And we would love to hear yours. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. So much more coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. It's not fair. You know what? Nobody ever listens to me. It's just not fair. Toys and treats should all be free. It's just not fair. That's right. Breakfast should be pop and chips. Cake and candy chocolate dips. So let me do the shopping trips. It's just it's just not fair today. It's an idiot light that's constantly in my brain <laughs> telling me it's just not fair. 
So today on the Christian Car Guy Show, when has that worked out in your life that you realized, wow, um, I am worrying about serving myself rather than serving God? And, 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 and it seems easy enough to just throw that out there and go, oh, yeah, this is, this is easy. Well, it's usually when the chips completely come down, Bob, you know, like all these things are going on. <laughs> Like your phone is ringing when your show is supposed to start and you're looking at <laughs> like just happened to me. But anyway, the um, when I was the Chrysler dealer in Winston-Salem and I got fired, you know, clearly I went to God and I prayed and prayed and prayed, God, what's my next step? And Chrysler called me. They did. And they said, uh, Robbie, we, you know, we never sold Chryslers like we sold them when you came to town. So we need to, we need to get you a dealership and there's one you know right near your house in moxville north carolina and i said there's no chrysler dealership near my house i lived in clemens north carolina at the time and they said oh yeah it's about 10 miles away and i was like there's no city named moxville (laughs) you know yes there was so to make a very very long very long story short um i went about trying to buy that dealership as i told them with no money and um, they say, Chrysler originally told me the famous last words I'll never ever forget. Oh, oh, we'll take care of that. <laughs> oh, are those famous last words? We'll take care of that. So I go and I get into a buy sell agreement with Furchus Motor Company in Knoxville, North Carolina to buy this dealership and with no money. And of course, then the time came where you got to buy the dealership and I got a legal agreement to buy this and I don't have any money. And I went to Chrysler Financial, you know, after they told me all this stuff, and 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 they said you don't have any money, and I was like, well, yeah. I think I told you. Are, this. you, are <laughs> you remembering the conversation? Well, not well. When we thought you didn't have any money, I mean, we didn't realize you have no money. And I said, yeah, I have no money. <laughs> Well, we can't loan you that kind of. Now, if you could find one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars or something, we could probably help you out with the rest of it. But we can't do this with no money. And I said, "Well, I've got a legal obligation now here to buy this dealership, and I don't have any money." And they go, "Oh, well, that's really tough." Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd that work for you? Yeah, yeah. You could see it's just not fair, Bob. I'm telling you, it wasn't fair. <laughs> Well, this was my opportunity. It really was to to really ask God to dive into the situation and show me what to do. Um, and and I'm quite certain I prayed, but I know what happened was I went and saw an attorney who was an attorney I knew from the car business that worked for Royce Reynolds, actually my former boss, and he put me on this idea of, well, Robbie, you go out and raise the money by selling people stock. He said, but here's what you do. You don't tell anybody you don't have any money. And so once we get enough stock sold, then we'll just issue you stock. You don't have to have money to have stock. We can just issue you stock so that you look like you have as much money as they do to the other stockholders. And we'll just go to Chrysler with $150,000. They'll give you the rest and away you go. Great plan, Bob. Looks good on paper. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> unfortunately or whatever, you know, there was one little equation that just, it might've been perfectly okay for somebody else, but it wasn't okay for me. You know, in my heart, this wasn't right. And I couldn't, you know, I knew it wasn't right. And so there was something I felt really bad about it, you know? 
You felt like you were deceiving people. I was. I, I and did, and probably, I was. <laughs> yeah, you probably From were. my perspective, <laughs> right? Right. But I served myself, right? I got it done. And when it came undone, which it did, right? One of the stockholders discovered, Robbie doesn't have any money. <laughs> well, this wasn't the reason the dealership ended years later, but I do think it, it had to do with the foundation the dealership was built on that never changed, right? Not solid ground, huh? It was not solid ground, right? And so I didn't allow God to build the house, right? As, as, as it says, I think, in Psalms 127, unless the Lord builds the house, you know, you labor in vain. Well, interestingly, if you look in Psalms 127, it says, that's the same psalm where they talk about the quiver of arrows like your children. And so the house that, that actually Solomon was talking about in that psalm is not, it's, the house of your life is built around people, right? And, and 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 serving other people, not necessarily serving yourself, right? And so it's it's an interesting thing that when you think about that word enough, to me, I find this really helpful. Like there's just just one slight little change between someone who is a nov, meek, and someone who is <laughs> Above, which means to serve yourself. Mm. And, and so when you look at that, you know, we go, okay, well, this, this caused a disaster at the time, which I, I walked through that and, and, and certainly had egg all over my face. I had an opportunity for a lot of my friends that had invested in the dealership, and they just looked at me just like, Robbie, if you'd have told us you didn't have any money, we still would have invested. But the way you did it, you know, it was horrible. You know, and, 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 and so, I, you know, it's just one of those lessons that I learned really the hard way. It was really ugly when it happened. You didn't give them a chance to, to trust you, did you? Right. Hmm. I didn't give them a chance to trust me. And so I, I, I think about that constantly um, in other areas of my life. Where am I really, like, will I trust people with here's where I'm really struggling? Right? To give them a chance to really help me? Or am I going to play a few of those cards a little closer to the <laughs> like how? how? Yeah, well, this is wrong, <laughs> and, and this could be a little better. But the real problem I'm keeping in my hip pocket, you know. Right, right, and and I used to get, you know see this all the time when I sold cars that that people would tell me all their stuff, you know, that they needed, and da da da, da and then oh by the way. You know, we don't have any money. <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I had opportunity. So how about you? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. We got so much more. Christian Car Guys show. It's not fair. It's an idiot life. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nobody ever lets me play. It's just... That's right. I want parties every day. It's just not... With kids coming through the door, piling presents on the floor. It's not enough. I need some more. It's just not... It's not fair, I tell you, it's not fair. He came out into the audience. 
I know you're going to hate that you're missing out on the gopher brain comment again, but we did the best we could in 29 seconds. It's not fair. It's like a check engine light that's flashing in your brain telling you, wow, you're low on oil. <laughs> you, re you really are. It's one of those red lights. It's flashing that tells you, well, I need to pull over to the side of the road and, and get some oil because here's the deal, right? You know, when I'm thinking along those lines, it's time to somehow switch my vov, right? Because we talked about, am I looking <clears throat> for God to serve me, as President Kennedy would point out to you, <laughs> or are you looking to serve God, right? And it is, by the way, this works so well. The beautiful thing is it works at your church. Are you looking for your church, right, to serve you, or are you looking to serve your church, or are you, are you looking for work to serve you? Or are you looking to serve your work? It, 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 or maybe <clears throat> your spouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your marriage. <laughs> Bob, you didn't I, have to go there. <laughs> I, I am so guilty. I have been so, the last time I went fishing at the beach, I had a great morning of fishing. They were biting. I was catching. You know, there's a difference in fishing and catching. But when yeah. you're catching, it's so much fun. And I've just been a little bit pouty or... Or, or a whole lot pouty about wanting to get back down there and fish some more because the fish are there. And I've been unfair to uh, probably mostly my lovely bride, Miss Lori. And if you're listening, uh, I'm coming home with a different attitude. <laughs> yes, I still want to go to the beach and fish some more when we can. But uh, I will be less pouty about it. <laughs> well, again, you look to... Like, God, how can I serve this situation, right? It's just, it's a check engine light. It's flashing. I'm personally shocked that nobody had the courage yet to, sh to call us at 866-348-7884. Like, if you're asking God right this minute, how can I serve? He's saying, call Robbie so he doesn't feel so lonely. <laughs> well, you've stepped on a lot of toes, starting with mine. And, and you know, people may be limping toward their phone. No. This this is a this is a thing that everybody at some point at some level is guilty of, right? And it's a neat it's a neat study, but I want to give out that number just in case you you want to call eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is the number to call in and share your it's not fair story. <laughs> I love it when your shows are so pertinent to my life. You know? It's not fair they're not calling, Robbie. <laughs> it's, not it's just fair. not fair. <laughs> oh, well, just in case, 866-348-7884. Well, there you go. See? See, we knew. <laughs> Peer <tried>. pressure. Huh? <laughs> Something along those lines. But, yeah, this is so applicable to your car, Okay. I mean, it just is that, that that when those lights flash, it's like you got to pull over the red light. You got to pull over to the side of the road, and, and you got to get going. So we got Ann is calling from Huntersville, North Carolina. I happen to know. Ann, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Couldn't help myself. I thought, oh, give the poor guy a break. No, I'm kidding. But it's just you, not I fair, have, Ann. It's just not. I'll tell you something. I, I, yesterday, the only reason I'm calling is because I thought, oh, this is just too weird. Yesterday, my which I found out when I looked in the manual about my, uh, you know, Buick LaCrosse. Um, I don't know anything about my car, to say the least. 
but it says service engine soon lights came on all oh. day yesterday. Service engine soon. And I thought, well, this is a great way to ask Robbie about that. But also, I totally so, uh, Bob, too, you know, I mean, I so relate to this because, you know, you, 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 you've tried so hard in life and, and you try to serve and then suddenly somebody does a disservice to you. And it and I I get that pouty thing a lot, <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. so I can so relate. Thank you very much for this guilt complex. <laughs> it's not. It's it, it's it's really kind of cool. Like God, I now see that this is my check engine light flashing, and I need to just say, "Oh God!" It got you know, a lot brighter it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Service engine soon is the same thing. That light's yellow, isn't it, Ann? That's flashing yes, at it you. It certainly is, and it is getting brighter. Is that a bad sign? <laughs> uh, it's nothing. You know, it's all good because your car is telling you you got a, you got something that's 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 causing it some concern, and the computer got has it. got to. And so, yes, unfortunately, you got to take it. You can even take it to most parts stores nowadays. Will just plug it in and tell you why that light is actually flashing at you without charging you. 60 bucks for a service charge um you, you can go to advanced auto parts or someplace like that and say why is my this light on and they'll tell you oh you need oxygen sensor or, oh you need this or that or um, you need an oil change or you know Uh-oh. or whatever okay, well, it whatever it may be sometimes it's something simple as like oh your gas cap is not on tight well i can handle that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot cheaper <laughs> so yeah, and, and- and then that's how God does with us, too, isn't it? I mean, it's like it, your oil is low, God, you know, Sam. Come and spend some time with me. Let's, you know, get this out in the open. Let's <clears throat> figure out, <clears throat> sorry, what this is, you know, that's... Uh, exactly. The master mechanic <laughs> of life. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. is. He's He's got those dash lights of blinking at us. And I was just, you know, for me now, after I found out that iniquity means, wow, um... I am. Yeah. I've got this sense of it's not fair. I've got this sense of, of, of this kind of thing. It's like, wow. Well, I we saw the light flashing, but I thought it meant I need to go fishing. <laughs> yeah. And it is so important, isn't it? I mean, when when you realize the iniquity thing, you know that you know that you say, "Oh Lord, I am sorry. I am so self-absorbed right now." You mm. know, and and it's and and it's, and that truly is when you're the most miserable, isn't it? Mm, oh yeah, absolutely. And, and you can learn from Barney Fife right here because if you nip it in the bud, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was mostly my problem. You know, I didn't nip it in the bud, and the next thing you know, you know, I'm in full fledged iniquity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, me, so, me. Thank you, Ann. Uh, I so appreciate you guys your call. So precious. I just love listening. <laughs> Will you keep on going now? Get that. We'll all get our... Oh, well, you just... You, you lit up the phones, man. Everybody start calling after you, so we're good. Oh, goody. Okay. Oh, yeah. Icebreaker. You were, yeah. <laughs> God bless. So, Ann called in at 866-348-7884, and I know you don't want to be left out. <laughs> 866-34-TRUTH. We got Keith, my good friend in High Point. Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning to you. I was... Going to call because you were wanting someone to call you so you wouldn't feel bad. <laughs> but that lady got, but there, uh, you know, in, in life we there are a lot of things that don't seem fair. And but I've been learning since 2017 till now, and uh, 
that was going to be my third. That was my thirtieth anniversary of being in business, uh, and, and, and I had my own business. Not right. Yeah, you had a restaurant, I, right? Yes, and I, uh, I was going to make a trip. I, I had a, uh, you know, had everything planned, and all of a sudden, you know, I uh, through a medical condition, I ended up over in Baptist Hospital. You know, wow. And a month later, after that, I had to close the restaurant down. But the the uh, I never did think it wasn't fair. I was in too much shock <laughs> yeah. to really think that. But I've learned that the uh, the more I count my blessings, the less my liabilities are. When I start counting my blessings, you know, uh, the things that uh, that I have, that, that I still have, the, the things that I don't have or things that have gone wrong, they just start shrinking. Does that make any sense? No, I'm, oh, I'm with you. That attitude of gratitude will carry you through a lot of stuff. It, it it really does. And there's a, you know, I might have a, there might be a, a mountain of liabilities. And there might just be an anthill of blessings. But if I keep focusing on that, those blessings, the blessings become the mountain. And the liability becomes anthill. Wow, there and you go. I've been learning that, and it's just a uh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. That's and one good thing I can see about what's happened to me since 2017 is just the way I look at things. And uh, God's shown me a whole lot. You know, the uh, the old saying is, "You're doing better." I'm doing better than I deserve. Well, that's even more clear every day. <laughs> I like the way I've got a friend by the name of Danny who says, you can't kill a grateful heart. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's a Bobism maybe at some point in time. Well, Keith, thank you for calling. And we got to go to a break now, and we would sure love to hear your call during the break. And we will take it, 866-348-7884. One more chance to tell us where you think it's not fair, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nobody ever lets me play. It's just... That's right. I want parties every day. It's just not... With kids coming through the door, piling presents on the floor. It's not enough. I need some more. It's just not... It's not fair. It's not fair. Sort of an idiot light for all of us on the Christian Car Guys show today. And I need to mention that coming up at 1 o'clock on the Truth Network, we have Amy Cabo and The Cure. And she's going to have a show on how to be happier with Robert Gill. And I bet you they're going to talk about (laughs) that one of the ways to be happier is to get your mind on serving God and finding out ways to do that. But meanwhile, I'm so grateful we have Janet is in Seattle this morning. Janet, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. It's not fair, is it, Janet? <laughs> well, <laughs> indeed, and it's the most unfair thing is if we know Jesus and we don't share it with those who don't. Oh my goodness, yes. Mm-hmm. That isn't fair, is it? That is so well, well said. Thank you. I just uh, been listening to the other wonderful callers and their candor and and how they are uh, 
affecting me. And then I just thought, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> not look at ourselves and what's the what's the bottom line here. So thank you for a great show, guys. I'm glad you well, said you. what you said because I had the opportunity to uh, tell somebody this week it's a great thing to have it, but it's a better it, it's a better thing to share it. And yes. uh, it's just amazing. So thank you for your words. Oh, it really is. And it's it's such a great segue into what I felt like God was telling me to say this morning. <laughs> oh, good. And isn't it, isn't it a great feeling when we we have the opportunity to share it or can make the opportunity? And, and I keep hoping one of the people I share with someday will come back and say, hey, you know, I believe now. So I'll keep praying on that. Uh, those uh, seeds will sprout yes they will yes they will janet god bless what a beautiful concept yeah i mean those people who don't know jesus it's not fair that that i you know i have that and they don't it's just just a really cool thing so this morning bob you know i I was coming back from dallas i drove because we're bringing my mother-in-law back and forth and i was dead tired and, and 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 so but i you know got up real early this morning and prayed as i always do like god where are we going this morning because i'm a little in a fog and to make things even more complicated, but he loved the way he plays with me. Usually he'll give me a word or he'll give me a passage. But this morning he says, well, let's go to Isaiah 9. And I'm like, Isaiah 9? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sleeping. He goes, yeah, 9, 1 through 10. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that kind of Bible scholar. That I can tell you Isaiah 9, 1 through 10, you know, just off the top of my head. But for your memory and for what I learned very shortly is Isaiah 1, I mean, excuse me, Isaiah 9, 6 says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. A wonderful counselor, right? That line, that's in Isaiah 9, okay? Just along the lines of what Janice just said. And the increase of his government will be no end. But see, what he really wanted me to look at, what I think he was pointing me to, is unfortunately the end of 9 and 10, it says, and all the people shall know, even Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, but they will say in pride and stoutness of heart, right? The bricks are falling down, but we will build with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into cedars. <laughs> And it has everything to do with the stone the builders rejected, but, the, but, but I never had put it together before, is that we want to rebuild our houses. We want to rebuild our churches. We want to rebuild all these things. But that's our pride and our startness of heart. Who, who is going to build that stuff? Is what God is saying, Robbie, to me, he's saying, Robbie, I'm going to build my house. <laughs> You get to share if you get to, right? Got to have him as the cornerstone, huh? Absolutely. And how did he build it? He built it with people, 12 of them, right, at least, and all those others that followed him. He built it by sharing with the Anav. He shared it with those who were meek that would, would be willing to hear the message, Right. Somewhere this week, I was hearing about how much detail they had to spend uh, to setting the cornerstone and getting it set just perfect. Because if it was not where and exactly how it needed to be, then everything else would be thrown away off. So. And he set the cornerstone, right? I, right. And 
And, and he will bring people into our lives. If that's what we're trying to do is pray, God, okay. We understand that your house is going to be built with people. It really is. Like Psalm 27 says, right? That that's going to be built on that. And it is just exactly what Janet shared. Shared. Like if we can get our mind off of, <laughs> it's not fair. Because take a joke. The whole book of Job is like, it's not fair, man. It's just not <laughs> It's not fair. I mean, and, while you're reading it, you can't help but think it's right. not fair to him. You know? Or the, the parable of the talents. You're thinking every time, man, that guy got 10, this guy got 20. It's not fair. It's just not fair. What Jesus is trying to say, man, is if you got one talent, just one, right? Then, then, then invest that in sharing what Jana said, you know, that Jesus, um, he, he, he will, he, he can make this stuff happen. It's a beautiful opportunity. Just like, whoa. Well, I got to share this week was, uh, my late son's birthday. And, uh, I spent some time at the cemetery and, uh, I don't have much problem with it's not fair there because, you know, when it first happened, there was, there was no answers available to me. I just had to find a way to move forward and, and I didn't waste a whole bunch of time saying why, or it's not fair or anything like that. And the only way I could do it was just to trust that. You know, God knew what he was doing, and Rob was gone for a reason, and and just hang on to the truth that he and I will be back together, and it's already been seven and a half years since he passed, and we'll be back together, you know, before I know it, and uh, it's just, that was one area that I didn't struggle so much with, it's not fair, and, and why, and and all that, because I just I just knew there was not an answer available. And also, really, when you think about it, Mom, um, there were so number one, you were turning to God. He sped a, he sent a special comfort in a special time when I could have no idea of what you were going through. And there were whole tons of people. But but the other thing is that I I just you know I give he's the one that laid the stone, right? And he's the one that, that puts out the everlasting arms for us to leave on, lean on. When we can't lean on anything else, I mean, there they were. And I saw you then, and I see you now, because it doesn't hurt any less today than it did seven years ago, does it? it I've just, I don't, I don't understand my okayness with this, uh, how I was able to be so strong through all that. I don't understand it but I don't have to understand it. I just have to trust that it was his plan and somebody else planned it to me one day. But, but also the people got us sent your way that have also lost children, yeah. right? I've because got they, a lot of opportunity to reach out and help people and, and try to assist and, and try to gain comfort from them. Because right, he comforts us with a comfort that we can comfort others with, right? Second there Corinthians you go. chapter 1 comes there you to go. life in Rob's and Bob's life. Constantly. So, wow. We're so grateful for all the calls today. I feel supported. Don't you feel supported, Bob? Thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me here today, brother. And thanks for the message that, that I really needed. And um, Well, God I, gave it to me first. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, fair. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. So thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy Show.
to the Truth Network. TruthNetwork.com.